Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 has there ever been a better time for school choice we find something every day uh, if not every 15 minutes that shows that the best thing that you could do for your kids would be to get them out of public schools And the movement's growing, and it's people like Josh Thompson who make it grow. And Josh is an award-winning teacher. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. That's right. Josh is an English teacher at Blacksburg High School in Virginia. And here he is talking about a program at his school called Positive Behavioral Intervention and Support, PBIS. I made a comment on one of Miss April's recent videos about PBIS in which I stated that PBIS is white supremacy with the hug, and a lot of y'all wanted to know more about that, so here we go. First of all, thank you to Jack Copa, who um, reminded me that um, Dina Simmons was the first to coin this term, so thank you, Jack, so much. So if PBIS concerns itself with positive behaviors, um, we have to ask ourselves, okay, well, what are those positive behaviors? And it's things like making sure that you're following directions and making sure that you're sitting quietly and you are in your seat and all these things that come from white culture. The idea of just sitting quiet and being told stuff and taking things in in a passive stance is not a thing that's in with many cultures. So if we're positively enforcing these behaviors, we are by extension positively enforcing elements of white culture, which therefore keeps whiteness at the center, which is the definition of white supremacy. Whiteness. Uh, And, you you know, you wouldn't want to have kids keeping quiet and sitting still in class, would you? At least not the black kids. Uh, It's okay for the white kids. But, you know, Josh thinks that the black kids can't handle it and it would be mean to make them. How'd you like to have your fifth grader held hostage by Josh for six or seven hours a day? Of course, if your kid was in Josh's class, you could take some solace in knowing that he was being taught by a winner of the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Well, in our second half hour, we're going to talk about Joe Biden's stupid ideas about school discipline, which are almost as stupid as Josh's. Uh, He says it's systematically racist. We'll talk about that with someone from Project 21. But when we come back, I don't know if you know it or not, but today is Constitution Day. And we're going to talk to the author of The Authoritarians, Their Assault on Individual Liberty, the Constitution and Free Enterprise from the 19th century to the present. Stick around. years have I been telling you about Relief Factor? Maybe, what, five years? Truth is, there are millions of people, in fact, some say over 100 million people struggling with some kind of pain, maybe from exercise or just getting older. That can do it, getting older, which is why I'm so impressed with Pete and Seth Talbot. They are on a mission. You rarely see this kind of focus and commitment. Seriously, they recently shared with me that they are doubling down and want to literally double their total numbers of happy customers in the next year. And I believe they'll do it. So here's the deal. If you're struggling with back, neck, shoulder, hip, or knee pain, even general muscle aches and pain, then I'm suggesting you order their three-week quick start, still discounted to only $19.95. About a dollar a day to see if we can get you out of pain, too. And then after that, less than the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. So go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Or call 800 500 
It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 1231-21. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and back by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsoruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsoruspittsburgh.com. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college, learn new instruments, start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Now they move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Traders, listen up. As life in America starts to return to normal, are you looking for the best trading opportunities? With the current real estate market, the rise of crypto, and the volatility of tech stocks, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 to learn how our technology analyzes over 1 million data points per day. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 so you can learn how to predict market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Whether you're trading stocks, options, forex, futures, or crypto, Vantage Point's patented artificial intelligence can give you a massive edge. Text MONEY to 813-813 to find out how to maximize your gains. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 to learn how to use the volatility to your advantage. Don't wait. Text the word MONEY to 813-813 now. By texting in, you consent to receive calls, voice, and text messages using automated technology regarding offers by or on behalf of Vantage Point. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. I don't know if you know it or not, but uh, it was 234 years ago today that all those evil, racist, white supremacists uh, signed the Constitution that created the greatest country in the world and led to more freedom for more people than any document ever imagined by any human being in the history of our planet. Uh, But not everybody agrees that we should be celebrating that. Jonathan E. Mord is the author of The Authoritarians, Their Assault on Individual Liberty and the Constitution and Free Enterprise from the 19th Century to the Present, and he joins us now. Jonathan, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Great to be with you, John. So who are these authoritarians? I know we only have about 15 minutes here, but can you start off with just who who are we talking about here in general? Yeah, uh, well, we're talking about the advocates of philosophy of Friedrich Hegel, um, Hegelian socialism or collectivism. And it dates all the way back to the 1830s in the United States uh, with the defenders of the uh, institution of slavery. A lot of people don't realize this, but the academic defense of slavery was that it was the ideal or beau ideal of socialism or communism, cradle to grave care of a uh, overseer or or uh, slave owner of the slave. And so uh, when they looked at the Declaration of Independence, and they looked at the second paragraph of the Declaration, and they looked at the history of Thomas Jefferson in his uh, position in defense of individual liberty, they were forced to reject it because it was contrary to their ideological principles in favor of slavery. So they went for socialism because it could justify slavery, just as socialism is today, slavery to the state. 
but with Thomas Jefferson, he gets a bum rap, like you mentioned uh, in a euphemistic or, or, or uh, not serious sort of way at the start of your monologue there. You mentioned that uh, this BLM or Antifa view that the founding fathers were racists and were white supremacists. Well, the fact of the matter is they were dead set against uh, failing to give equal protection of the laws to all, regardless of race. The actual meaning of the provision in the, in the second paragraph, that all men are created equal, was understood very plainly in the history, you can see this, uh, to mean mankind. And that is, all men are created equal, yes, all of mankind, men, women, regardless of their race or ethnicity. And it was this tension with the principles of the Declaration of Independence that caused the rift where people like Abraham Lincoln stood up for those principles and people like John C. Calhoun fled from them in favor of this notion of socialism. And so at the conclusion of the Civil War, uh, the 13th Amendment abolished slavery, but what it did not do is arrest this thinking, which then reared its ugly head in the progressive era in favor of the administrative state, as many academics flocked to Bonn and Heidelberg, Germany, to study Hegelian socialism, where they were taught that the American Constitution and that the principles of the Declaration stated in that second paragraph were bunk, that they were taught that instead there was only a collective that made a difference and that the state was all important and that the meaningful existence of every everyone was to serve the state because the state would define better than any individual what was in the collective best interest or public interest or public good. This then led to the administrative state in the United States, which intentionally defeated the power-limiting provisions of the Constitution and intentionally undermined and overrode protections for individual rights. And so it is today that we have this unfortunate legacy. Uh, Nine-tenths of all federal laws, not the product of those we elect, but rather the unelected heads of the administrative state who have combined legislative, executive, and judicial power. What James Madison described is the very definition of tyranny. So that's the history that is explained in the authoritarians, and it is a sad history, but it's one we have to come to grips with because the way to get out of the socialist quagmire we're in is to understand the problem in order to defeat it by ridding ourselves of the administrative state and restoring the power-limiting principles of the Constitution and fulsome protection for individual liberty and individual rights. Well, what's interesting uh, there, Jonathan, is that, uh, first of all, what, the people you're describing, that they're from a long time ago, but we have people running around now, people with power who, who think the same way. But um, if, if you want to turn, we have, we have people uh, in the Black Lives Matter movement and, and their allies and, and liberals in general, they want to get back they want they want socialism they want the government to have more power uh, how is it that they don't see that if you give the government the kind of power that they seem to be trying to give it that it can turn around on you and then recreate slavery if it wants because it because it takes away all individual liberty because they actually think that slavery is a good thing and the reason and they actually think that discrimination is a good thing that's what critical race theory is all about teaching people to discriminate against one another and and allowing the state through this concept of quote unquote equity to redistribute income based on racial lines so that those who are deemed oppressed which would be all people of color would be compensated by stealing from all those that are deemed to be oppressors which would be white people and this this division of the races, this creation of racism as a basis for decision is very much alive today as it was in the time in the slave era. And it is very much the same argument, the socialist argument. Why did they advocate it? They advocate it because it achieves a greater degree of control in the hands of those who have the power. They ignorantly and arrogantly assume that they will be in power, just as the Bolsheviks did, just as all the Bolsheviks who rallied behind the communist revolution in 1917 believed that they would all uh, land on the other side with the ability to control other people 
and that they would have a universe that was in accordance with their dictates. But you're quite right. The reality is there's only one fat cat at the head of it. There's only one fat cat who lives a hog existence off of everyone else and is free. Everybody else has to be a slave. And anybody who dares offer an alternative view is what cancel culture does. It's characteristic. You shut them up. You kill them. You get rid of your opposition. And believe me, these people who are animated to stand in, in favor of Antifa and BLM are all about this ruthless assumption of power, burning buildings down, destroying private property, killing people, because they are the modern-day Bolsheviks, and they think stupidly that they will be in power. Well, one of them may be eventually, but the rest will be enslaved or murdered. That's the history of the rise of communism, of Marxism, everywhere in the world. It would happen here, too, unless we get to the business of destroying this uh, threat to our, our, our uh, freedom. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, it is still here now. And I, I, I hate to trivialize it or risk trivializing it, but it always reminds me of, a, I don't know if you're familiar with the movie Bananas by Woody Allen. Uh, Woody Allen plays a guy who falls in love with a revolution, a communist revolution in, in a South American country. And he goes down there to join it, and, and he's all fired up, and he, he loves this guy who's leading the revolution. And the revolution wins, and they overthrow the government. And on the first day in power, the guy uh, who is now the president stands up there uh, as Woody is looking at him adoringly. The guy says, uh, from, uh, everyone must wash their underwear every day, and from now on, all citizens will wear their underwear on the outside. And Woody stand, he's, he's, he can't believe it. He supported this guy, and look what happened. And, it ha- and, it, and he, was, he was making a joke, but that's exactly what happens, isn't it? That's what you just described. That's exactly what happens. Look, the, they always say that they are uh, here to promote some public good. You know, you have BLM yeah. and Antifa saying that the Marxist indoctrination of our youth and the humiliation of them telling uh, black children and children of color that no matter what they do in life, no matter what uh, natural talents they have, no matter what uh, intellectual capacity they have, no matter what uh, dreams they have, they can never achieve, according to the BLM narrative, never achieve what uh, white people can achieve in this country because they're held back. Well, I'll tell you something. This country is a land of opportunity. There's more people rising, regardless of race, into from poverty to riches than anywhere else in the world. If you can't make it here, you can't make it anywhere. And the reality is that if you buy into socialism as the answer, no one makes it. Everybody experiences mediocrity. All wealth uh, creation is destroyed and redistributed. And as Margaret Thatcher famously said, the problem with socialism is that you eventually run out of other people's money. You kill the engine that creates economic progress, and you all live like slaves. And you very much are slaves under socialism. So it is a cruel trick. There is nothing of value for nothing. Uh, Everything comes at a cost whether it's inflation, taxation, loss of jobs, or uh, giving up your freedom, you will pay for government-planned economies like Joe Biden is giving us. Joe Biden sold his soul to the socialists to become president of the United States. Now we have socialists dominating the Democrat Party. And look what it's getting us already just in six months. Rampant inflation, no border protection, we have an ignominious defeat in Afghanistan, and we have a president who's still banging the drum of ever more spending without regard to the fact that in his wake, he's already impoverishing people who are living quite well, thank you, before he became president. We're talking to Jonathan Emord. He's the author of a book called The Authoritarians, Their Assault on Individual Liberty, the Constitution, and Free Enterprise from the 19th Century to the Present. You know, what you just described there, uh, Jonathan, about um, the Black Lives Movement uh, uh, philosophy and their claims that, you know, you can't, you can't exist, uh, you can't survive or, or thrive in this country unless you are white. Maybe they ought to send some people down to the border. There are like ten or 12,000 people, most of them brown and black, 
who are uh, hiding under a bridge down there on the border of Texas uh, because they want to get into the United States. It kind of goes against their argument, doesn't it? It certainly does. Everybody around the world knows this is the land of opportunity. And unfortunately for us, Joe Biden hopes to destroy that opportunity. They'll make it a land without opportunity if they continue along their path. And many people who came will decide, hmm, time to go elsewhere. I'll tell you, uh, if we're smart, what we'll do is in 2022, we will get rid of Democratic leadership of the House and Senate because the only party left that stands for freedom and progress is the Republican Party. The Democrats have wed themselves to the socialists. They believe in state control of everything. They want to run every aspect of your life. They don't want you to even have your own income. They don't even want you to have a choice of the job that you have. The Green New Deal is writ large socialism, boy. You get the Green New Deal, and you don't even have fossil fuels. You want to burn logs in your fireplace, or do you want to just go out in your backyard and start a fire there to keep warm in the wintertime? You're not going to have fossil fuels. I mean, you want the reliability of windmills? They're terribly unreliable. You want the reliability of solar panels? This is pipe dream nonsense. And yet, at the same, and, and they prove their cynicism uh, and, because it's all about control in the end. Why giving a pass to the Russians to put in the Nord Stream 2 pipeline into Europe? They don't care about the fossil fuels they're pumping into Europe. They don't care about the Chinese uh, producing massive amounts of pollution and fossil fuels. They give them a free pass because it's all about control in the end. It's, it's really not about climate change, whatever they want to call it. It isn't about saving the environment. It's about controlling you. Well, the Constitution wasn't able to prevent a civil war, uh, but it survived one, or, or did it? It did survive one. It still remains the, the unique achievement in all the world of a government that stands for the proposition that the people are sovereign and that the state is to be their servant. Yes, we have a constitution in exile, as, as uh, uh, Judge Ginsburg of the D.C. Circuit has described it. All the power-limiting principles of the Constitution have been written out of existence by the court and by the Congress. But it stands still for that achievement that is a glory of the entire world, that for the first time in the history of the world, individual rights would be championed by the government protecting them and that the state would not run roughshod over them. It was unique in all the world that George Washington assumed power as president of the United States, given multiple opportunities to become a dictator, and each time refused in favor of liberty. And we have to rekindle that spirit of liberty, as he says in his inaugural address, the sacred fire of liberty. We have to rekindle that in our hearts and minds, because if we lose it, and we are close to losing it, if we allow this uh, critical race theory nonsense to indoctrinate our children to hate the greatness of America, to hate their country, to hate each other, to hate themselves, and to think that there's no hope, we will lose this country. Ronald Reagan was right that we're always a generation away from losing our liberty, and we have to fight to preserve it. Jonathan, I have about a minute and a half left. I want to get to your, what, your live streaming event, but before I get to that... Um, you say we need another Lincoln. Is there any politician today who could be that guy or person? Well, I think so. I, I, I think, uh, for example, Christy Nome could fill that role. And I also think that the governor of, of Florida could fill that role. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll tell you, even if we aren't able to get them, I really would, and I ask the public this question, wouldn't you rather have the life you lived under president trump than you would under president biden can you imagine we've got only gone six to seven months of this we're going to go through another several years three of this years more of this guy Ugh. yeah it's, it's impossible to imagine the horrors that he's going to visit upon us but it's coming well i want to give you a chance uh you have an event you can see you're live streaming on tuesday give us uh, what the event is and how people can uh watch it it's a critical race theory event. We have speakers from all up and down the East Coast who are coming, and they're involved in attacking critical race theory. And it's a brilliant production. There'll be several uh, media covering it live, and it's also on Brighteon Live uh, from 7 to uh, 10 p.m. Eastern on September the 21st. Okay, I, I appreciate you coming on, Jonathan. Uh, good luck with the book, and good luck with the event on Tuesday. 
Thank you so much. Okay, that's Jonathan E. Moore. The book is The Authoritarians, Their Assault on Individual Liberty, the Constitution and Free Enterprise from the 19th Century to the Present. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Temporary fencing has been installed around the U.S. Capitol as a precautionary measure ahead of tomorrow's planned Justice for J6 rally in the nation's capital. GOP Congressman Adam Kinzinger of Illinois is concerned that the event will promote more falsehoods about the January 6th riot. This group will have a right to be out there and protest. Absolutely. Nobody denies that. But let's look at the what's being protested. There is a denialism that January 6th was what it was to say that it was peaceful. In a written statement, former President Trump says our hearts and minds are with the people being persecuted so unfairly relating to the January 6th protest. And he predicts that justice will prevail. A judge will postpone the October 12th trial of five men that are accused of planning to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. A new date has not been immediately set. This is SRN News. Hi, I'm Karen, owner of Lone Star Transfer. Now that life is returning to normal, let us help you get out of your unused timeshare. For most, getting out of a timeshare that feels impossible to use is a priority. One of the biggest concerns we hear is not knowing how high your next maintenance fee may be. With the bill right around the corner, it's like rolling the dice. We will get you out of your unused timeshare quickly so you can go back to traveling where you want, when you want. For over a decade, Lone Star Transfer has been helping thousands of people just like you exit their expensive timeshare. We have an A-plus rating and hundreds of excellent reviews with the BBB. We guarantee the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing and in a specific time frame. For the best customer service and a free consultation, call 844-284-4860. That's 844-284-4860 or online at LoneStarTransfer.com. Carl Jackson can't add it all up. Four of the five Taliban members released from Guantanamo Bay by Obama are part of the Islamic fundamentalist group's new hardline government in Afghanistan. Obama gave the Taliban their new generals. Biden gave them their weaponry. Something isn't right. Something isn't adding up. The Larry Elder Show with guest host Carl Jackson. Weeknights at 7 on AM 1250. The Answer. Why doing it right, roofing, siding, and remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call doing it right. Plan your outdoor riding future today with a brand new Indian motorcycle from Indian Motorcycle of Pittsburgh. Hi, this is Dennis Prager. Demand for Indian motorcycles is at an all-time high, but due to COVID-19, supply is very limited. Don't miss your chance to reserve yours. Stop in and make your deposit today before the riding season is over. Indian Motorcycle of Pittsburgh in Warrendale next to Jurgles. Visit pitcycles.com. Indian Motorcycle of Pittsburgh. Always wear your helmet, never drink and ride. Join Beth Andrews of Networth Advisors for the Networth Financial Hour. Saturdays at 7 a.m., 4 p.m., and 7 p.m., and Sunday mornings at 11. Get the news and information you need to help make your retirement dreams a reality. Don't miss the Networth Financial Hour with Beth Andrews. Saturdays at 7 a.m., 4 p.m., and 7 p.m., and Sunday mornings at 11. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AU Wealth Management, LLC, and or Net Worth Advisors. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Still a real mess on 79 southbound, all tied up from Washington Pike to South Point Boulevard. It was closed. The highway is reopened for the most part, but you have to exit at South Point Boulevard and then re-enter at the on-ramp. In any case, it is barely moving on outbound Parkway East. That's a jam up between Glenwood and the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. On the Parkway West inbound, jammed up 79 to near Roslyn Farms Road with a crash off to the shoulder. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. It'll be warm with a low of 64. Partly sunny tomorrow, warm and humid. We'll see a thunder shower on the prowl. Expect a high of 81. 
Tomorrow night, mainly clear skies, low 57. Sunday, sunshine and less humid. A nice wrap-up to the weekend. We'll see a high Sunday of 80. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, maybe you heard our uh, Windows R Us Jerk of the Week award winner at the top of the show, a teacher in Virginia, uh, say that expecting kids to be quiet and pay attention in school is a product of white supremacy. Uh, He probably agrees with Joe Biden's approach to school discipline. Donna Jackson of Project 21 Black Leadership Network does not. She joins us now. Donna, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so what, what's um, what's Joe Biden's plan for developing discipline policies in schools? Not that he should have anything to say about it in the first place, but what's his policy? Well, well Joe Biden and his administration is moving to make racial quotas the basis for school discipline. So it's not about the action of the child and what's necessary to keep uh, order in a classroom in order for everybody to get quality education. No, it's about punishing groups of people based upon their skin color, based upon their ethnicity. So you have, what you have is kids that may come from homes that lack discipline. There may be a lot of gun violence. There may be a lot of gang violence in the community that makes them have more self-destructive behavior. But those kids can't get punished unless other kids, white kids or kids of other races get punished at the same rate, which actually takes the control out of the hands of the teachers. And it actually diminishes the quality of education that all of those kids can get. And it's, that's completely wrong. It's actually stupid beyond belief, isn't it? I mean... It's absolutely. You know, you have to have an under... So if I have a classroom where there's five kids with discipline problems, I can't actually discipline those kids unless there's another classroom with co- with kids of the of a different race that have that equal number so there it makes every teacher a racist because if i sit down and i actually discipline a child which you know discipline is necessary for kids to be able to understand how to function in society. But no, it's doing a disservice to those kids because they don't learn that there are rules. They don't learn to be able to function in a workplace because someone told them that irregardless of their behavior, there's no no action. Yeah, and it's, I mean, if you put yourself in the position of the teacher, um... I mean, what's the teacher supposed to do when he or she feels that somebody needs to be disciplined? So you have to look at a score sheet on the desk and say, well, let me see now. I, you know, I punished two black kids the other day, and there's another black kid acting up here. I can't do anything. I've got to wait till a white kid does something wrong, and then, and, then, and then I'll wait till after I discipline. I mean, it's just I don't even know how they can manage it. It just seems so stupid. And you know what's worse? is that it forces teachers to punish a child that may have necessarily not done anything. So if I have that situation, then what do I do? I would punish someone because according to the critical race theory, remember, white people are born evil and they're irredeemable. So I'm to assume that they did something wrong or are going to do something wrong so I'm going to proactively punish them even if they didn't do anything. And that's wrong. That's not the purpose. And that's not helping the problem. You know, they created, liberals have created so many uh, policies that destroy black families. Hey, Donna, and, hey Donna we're having a little problem with your, your signal. Can we uh, call, call you back, uh, hang up and call you back in like 30 seconds? Absolutely. Okay, we'll call you right back. Thanks. And uh, when we come back, I'm uh, I'm going to. <laughs> I can't get enough of this guy, Josh Thompson, uh, the uh, the teacher from Virginia who won our uh, Windows or Us Jerk of the Week award. 
because you listen to what she's saying, and then listen to what this idiot says, um, and you uh, you can see how absolutely stupid. What a stupid idea it is to have to actually look at statistics before you before you uh, discipline a kid in school. Okay, uh, Donna, Donna, we're back. What I want to do for you here, I, I you I played this at the beginning of the show today at five o'clock. Uh, we give out an award here every week called the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award, and this is Josh Thompson. He won the award. He's a teacher at a school in uh, Blacksburg, Virginia, and he's talking here about, you'll hear him talk about uh, PBIS. That's Positive Behavioral Intervention and Supports. That's a program at the school. I want you to listen to what he says and think about him teaching your kids. Go ahead. I made a comment on one of Miss April's recent videos about PBIS in which I stated that PBIS is white supremacy with the hug. And a lot of y'all wanted to know more about that. So here we go. First of all, thank you to Jack Copa, who um, reminded me that um, Dina Simmons was the first to coin this term. So thank you, Jack, so much. So if PBIS concerns itself with positive behaviors, um, we have to ask ourselves, okay, well, what are those positive behaviors? And it's things like making sure that you're following directions and making sure that you're sitting quietly and you are in your seat and all these things that come from white culture. The idea of just sitting quiet and being told stuff and taking things in in a passive stance is not a thing that's in with many cultures. So if we're positively enforcing these behaviors, we are by extension positively enforcing elements of white culture, which therefore keeps whiteness at the center, which is the definition of white supremacy. So there you go. Now, I'm a white guy, uh, Donna, and I'm, I'm old. I've been around a long time. I didn't know until I heard Josh that black kids are not capable of sitting still and being quiet. I, I was not aware of that. That's amazing, isn't it? That's, that's foolishness. That is, the, that, that is the most racist thing Absolutely. I've ever heard. Because what it says is this, that black people are animals, and they're incapable of any type of normal human behavior that is the most that's a that's i mean it's it's amazing that the people who claim to be pushing equity is actually creating more racism and you know when i hear these types of things the one thing that comes to my mind is the fact that this is all about their superiority if i sit down here and say uh, I'm standing up for people who are incapable of human, of learning human, any basic human behavior, then I'm superior because I identify that. That is the, that is the most racist thing I've ever heard. I mean, you need to think about this. Blacks were bought, brought over here from slavery and, and put that aside. They learned a different language. They learned English. They learned culture. Some taught themselves how to read and write and math in a foreign country that they had never been. That means they're capable of human reasoning. But according to him, we're animals and we're not capable of that type of behavior. And that is the most racist thing you can say. Yeah, and uh, he is oblivious to the fact that that is that it, that is an that it is an unbelievably racist thing to say, and and it's the epitome of the soft bigotry of low expectations, isn't it? Absolutely, and that was the thing that I was going to say. It marginalizes whole groups of people, but it's because it says that they're not capable of this, that they are animals, and yeah. they're not capable of learning any type of normalcy and that's the craziest thing i've ever heard that's the most bigoted thing i've ever heard well i got something else for you here donna we're talking to uh, donna jackson of project 21 the black leadership network uh this is uh, there must be something in the water in blacksburg virginia because this is a teacher at virginia tech which is also in blacksburg she says 
I am a Caucasian cisgender female and first-generation college student from Appalachia who is Scottish, British, and Norwegian heritage. I'm married to a cisgender male, and we are middle class. While I did not ask for the many privileges in my life, I have benefited from them and will continue to benefit from them whether I like it or not. This is injustice. She says she will work on a daily basis to be anti-racist and to confront the innate racism within herself. She says, quote, I want to be better every day. I will transform every day. This work terrifies me every day. I invite my white students to join me on this journey And to my students of color, I apologize for the inexcusable horrors within our shared history. That's uh, that's a teacher in a university, Virginia Tech. You you know, these people who pretend to be righteous are actually the worst individuals I've ever heard. Listen to me. I have a family. I came from a family where my mother did not finish high school. She didn't have a high school diploma. My, they got married when they were, young, they were young, so she couldn't help me with my math and reading and some of those things, okay? She, we had five children. She had five kids. My brother has a Ph.D., two, in engineering, in astronautical engineering, electrical engineering. My sister is a teacher, and she does professional development. So she goes to at-risk schools to teach teachers how to be more effective in the classroom. My other sister is an accountant. Wow. I and, an, <laughs> and I was a deputy controller and vice president of accounting. My other sister was a systems engineer. Wow. And you, you're sitting there telling me that we are underprivileged. Yeah. When our parents, you know what our parents it forced in us they said that you can be anything you want to yeah that you need to work hard value education value individuals that the color of your skin meant nothing and she said to treat other people irregardless of their color the way you want to be treated because it's not about the way they think about you or the way they treat you is what you do to others. What a concept. Now, I'm, it's amazing. I'd put your the five kids in your family up against any group of five anywhere. That's amazing. And it's, what's really amazing, Donna, is that you were all able to do that without ever sitting still in class or being quiet. We were disciplined. Our us how to be disciplined, how to do our homework, how to follow directions, and how to give directions and the fact that that people would think that black people are not capable of this type of behavior shows the racism in them yeah. it's not this white i mean they want white supremacy so they can feel supreme yep and 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 this guy that you heard the soundbite from um he exalts himself by by showing how wonderful he is and how kind he is and how concerned he is, and he doesn't have a clue. It's it's just amazing. They both do, and that's the thing. It's about them. It's not about helping anyone else. Right. It's degrading individuals as you you exhaust yourself. People, if we we all have the same brain, we all have the same souls. Sitting there and telling me that an individual cannot perform because of the color of their skin is like saying that you can't do math because you're wearing blue jeans instead of khakis. It, it's, it's, the, it's an outward, it has nothing to do with inside of the human spirit. We're talking to Donna Jackson of Project 21 and Black Leadership Network. Um, so, Donna, do you... F- do you find, as a, a person who comes from a family that, has, uh, as you mentioned, your brothers and sisters are all successful, uh, do you feel like you're banging your head against the wall sometimes? Um, when uh, not only just with with uh, just with liberals in, in government and people who are trying so hard to help you, they're thinking that when I say you, I mean you because you're a black person that you need them to help help you out because you can't possibly succeed without them. I absolutely do, and it's irritating and annoying, and that's why I'm on shows like this. That's why I'm writing, because 
the fact that people would think that I can't succeed without them. I graduated at the top 10% of my classroom in college, in high school. So how are you going to tell me after I've done this that I'm not capable of doing it? And I think that this, this notion of low expectation is what's hurting the community, that and somehow you believe that if you tell a child that they're not capable of doing something and you expect less, then they perform less. And so I think that that is the wrong approach to what we should be doing. Expect, expect excellence and you'll get excellence. But that's not what they want. They want people that are not competing and that are helpless. And uh, I think that is wrong. And bottom line, Donna, before we go here, what, what's the real source then of school discipline issues? School discipline issues, the real source of it is the, the demise of the black two-parent household. You know, there's a real correlation between two-parent households and school discipline and how successful kids are. If you look at the statistics, 85% of Asian households have two-parent households. And the kids in those communities, they have the highest education level, highest income level. In the black community, it's 30% of households have two-parent households. And that's why you have this, the destruction and discipline issues that you see. We because have a- the people that are supposed to love you are not there, mm-hmm. and you don't love yourself. And then, you, of course, you're going to be destructive for attention. Right. Now, um, we'll have about a minute and a half left. Um, what would you like to see done about all this? I mean, what would fix this? I, uh, you know, what would fix it is for liberals to move out of the way, stop creating policies that create more destruction. And people need to understand the reason why they like these policies is because nobody works themselves out of a job. It's big business. Poverty and lack of education pays big for those liberals who want to get on a, on a big soapbox. If they would move out of the way, then people could perform and produce. Well, I, I couldn't agree with you more, and uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, keep up the good work. Uh, I, I know it's a tough fight, but I, you're, you're, you're fighting it well. Oh, please, and tell all your listeners, get it, get, you know, go visit us on Project 21 at nationalcenter.org. If you know people who are conservative that are black but they don't know it yet, please direct them our way. We're really pushing to get more people in the fight. I will do that. Thank you, Donna. Thank you. Okay, we'll be right back. This is John Stockerwald. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike has done it again by introducing his new my slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop my slippers. They're designed to wear indoor and outdoors all day long. Made with my pillow foam and impact gel, it helps to prevent fatigue. Made with quality leather suede too. And for a limited time, Mike is offering fifty percent off his new my slippers. The my slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code STAG. You'll also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the my pillow mattress topper, and my pillow towel sets. Or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. Get them now. My slippers from Mike Lindell. 800-716-8087. Promo code STAG. Is it time to push reset and get away with God? Christian travel creates purposeful pauses to discover the most scenic, sought-after destinations while you immerse yourself in the wonder of God's creation. As you travel alongside the world's top Christian leaders, every step of the way will revive your faith and awaken your sense of wonder. Imagine morning devotions on the deck of a cruise ship as you pass towering Alaska glaciers or tropical Caribbean islands. Perhaps you're longing to set foot in the very places where Jesus walked and taught in Israel. Every day on a Christian cruise or tour brings you to new vistas while you enjoy uplifting music and powerful messages. 
Get away with God in a faith-focused journey, and the unforgettable memories you create will refresh you long after you return home. For more information, visit InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. That's InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. It's been tough talking to my doctor about constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. I finally laid all my symptoms out there and how they keep coming back. She said I may have irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. We agreed. It's time to try something different. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Visit a doctor in person or online. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Abby and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, if you're in the uh, Sewickley area, headed that way, um, you have a you have some time to come up and see uh, the event we have that's going to start here. Uh, well, actually, it's starting right now, but you can get there uh, in time for the uh, panel discussion with Joe Sweeney. Joe Sweeney is the um, the contractor who uh, worked in Afghanistan and just came back from Afghanistan shortly before the uh, the, the fiasco of the withdrawal that uh, Joe Biden pulled off. And he's got a lot of interesting things to say about what's going on over there. And when I asked him and when he was on the show, uh, I think it was Wednesday, I said, uh, what should people believe? How much should people believe uh, of what they're hearing from the government and in the media about what actually was going on in Afghanistan and what happened during the withdrawal? And he gave me a one word answer. Zero. That's what he said. Uh, so uh, we're going to talk to him. Kathy Emmons from our sister station, uh, Word FM. She does the show uh, with John Hall called uh, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. And uh, she and I will be doing a little panel discussion. We'll be asking him questions. The audience will be checking it out. And uh, it's at Christ Church at Grove Farm in Sewickley. If you sneak in right now, you can probably get in. Uh, the tickets, you can get a ticket at theanswerpgh.com. But I don't know. Show up at the door and come out and see us. And meanwhile, thanks to Mike. Thanks to Darren. And I'll talk to you on Monday. Bye. John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.